Welcome to the Abundant Life Podcast, bringing you encouragement and challenging believers to spiritual change and growth by applying biblical principles to everyday life. And now your hosts, Sasso Mendez and Ben Ariano. Welcome everybody to the Abundant Life Podcast. I'm here with my brother, Sasso Mendez. What up, brother? Sound like we're going to play a basketball game right now. Did I sound like uh, uh, Mike Buffett? A little bit. But let's get let's ready. get ready to rumble. Is that pretty good? And for Taco Tuesday, it's not bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is Taco. It Tuesday is Taco today. Tuesday. That's right. <laughs> did you have tacos? I did not. I had vegetables, and then um, I had for those watching water burger. <laughs> I sinned. But I had vegetables for lunch in an olive oil uh, sauce. Okay. Okay. Yeah. With a shake, pea protein shake. I had a had a uh, Mediterranean salad for lunch. So uh, you know meat. It was pretty good. I gotta be honest. It was it was a good salad. Um, and then I had bean tostadas for dinner. Okay. So, you know. Did you go to the, to that one place? I did. Okay. I did. Very I took good. George there. George. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You told, told me that earlier. Yeah. Sorry. yeah. So uh, George and I had lunch and, uh, that was uh, that was a blessing. It was good. Real quick. Alan from church. I went to lunch with him at Graziano's of course. And, uh, he liked it. He was back there tonight. He came back 48 hours later. Wings. No, he like he went to the chicken parm because it had that chicken parm oh. special Tuesday through Friday. The, the $6 one. Yeah, the one that Jason had last Wednesday when we went. So, but in saying that, he said he watches on YouTube um, our podcast. So I'm like, I don't even look at the camera. I don't even know that it's there. So, and I apologize. I said Ben's working on pixelating my face, but uh, <laughs> but but he said he watches, and I was like, wow, that's cool. And then Tom um, Turnquist asked for the. I gave it to him. He said to listen to episode one, and I said, well, it gets better um, as we go along. It's One's pretty rough to me. If you're listening back to it. Yeah, I mean, once we get to about episode four, maybe five. Yeah, we start jiving a little bit, yeah, comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad we didn't film those ones. Those ones would probably be... Pre- I mean, we're, we're pretty awkward as it is because yeah. we're, we're radio faces. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. But, you know, I think we've done better. I don't even have a radio voice. <laughs> Just, not a radio no. face, radio face, and non-radio voice. So the guy that does our intro, Max, I think he's got a radio voice, man. Oh yeah, he does. I, I would like to. have He used his to voice. be on the radio. He did. That's yeah. right. He talked did. about boxing, which is weird. I don't see him discussing anything about boxing. He's. I think he's into golf. He's a golfer. I think. Mm. I believe. I think he teaches golf. Really? Yeah. Sounds boring yeah. to me. Yeah. It, Sorry, it, it William. <laughs> <laughs> William loves that golf. Yes, sir. Well, it's you know. It's one of those sports, man. You got to put a lot of time and money into it, and I have neither. <laughs> Hours. Hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, what yeah. Mean? Oh, yeah. You got you to spend time at the driving range before you get to that first hole. Yeah, it's too or much. Or it's gone. Yeah, it's too much. Right? In the other direction. You're going to break a window or somebody's head. Bro, I used to put holes in houses. Is that my... <laughs> I've done that a couple of times. They called me, me Captain Hook, and I wasn't part of a no ship. You know what I mean? <laughs> put a lot of holes in houses. My dad oh, would cringe. Oh, man. Because, like, you know. Had yeah, quite yeah. a slice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here. That was pretty bad. Yeah, it's kind I of still like, him bad, I guess. And that hasn't changed. Yeah, same here. I'm pretty consistent, you know? Eventually, I just sold my clubs because... Really? Yeah. I, I just... I, I'm not going to spend that much time to learn to get better. And I'm not going to get better by just going occasionally. So... Well, what, my clubs what, were a gift. What's the point? Mine was two, but I mean, it was a, it was in high school. So I, I was trying to get into golf when I was in high school. And uh, I just didn't... It didn't pan out. I never went to try out for the golf team. We had a golf team, but I didn't. I didn't try out. I don't know. I wasn't good enough. I was just more. I, and then plus, I was into basketball. I mean, that was my sport. Well, my dad gave bought me three clubs: a one wood, three wood, and a putter. That's all I had. So, well, I had I had the I had the ping. So ping is a oh, local yeah. company here in uh, 
in Phoenix, and I so I had the Ping I twos, and those were those were pretty Pings legit. Were legit. That's yeah, that was the best at that point. Oh yeah, yeah, back in the day, man. That was so. I uh, but ended up selling Carsten. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, they got a driving range over there on uh, Peoria. I want to say Peoria and Seventeenth so. Ave. That sounds about right. The lady that I worked with in my last team before I got this new job worked for Ping for twenty five years. I heard it's a pretty good company. So she said the it's old man, and then it went to the to the kids. You know, kids oh, always yeah, ruin yeah. everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, it wasn't the same. <laughs> Sorry. Hopefully Graziano's doesn't end up doing that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm saving my money to buy it one day. <laughs> There's my retirement. I'll go in halfers with you. Yeah, it'd be nice. 50-50 partner. 50-50 wings. We'll stock yeah. it. We'll stock it with tea, bro. Lots of tea. I'm buying a whole freezer just for the wings. You know what I mean? <laughs> for for the meat, for the for the Philly steak cheese meat. Bro, I had one on Sunday. They're always out of meat. Every time I go, they're out of meat. And it was extra special. I didn't take a picture because I didn't want to do that to you. We just decided to go to uh, to the local pizza place here just because it's, you know, a couple, couple slices and a drink. And honestly, it I, is cheap, too. It's cheap, but yeah, I, I much would have rather had, you know. For, and I went there for dinner said. because uh, Mike, you know, kind of going away. Right, right, right. And I had spaghetti instead of pizza because <laughs> I was, you know, I went to Graziano's. Yeah, yeah. But Kate's in love with that uh, Bronx bomber there. So we split it. You know, I am too, man. It. It's legit. We get a six and six, you know, like we do. And then mm-hmm. the, the wings we split. Split that. But I split the wings with Rebecca. So, and I got the wings with light sauce and they're extra crispy when they don't have sauce. And I was, Oh, because they don't get soggy with the sauce. Yeah. Okay. okay. Ooh, I was like, ooh. Wow. And then Rebecca said on Monday, yesterday, we got to get back on the wagon. So I had vegetables <laughs> for lunch. And then yesterday, I don't even remember what I had for dinner. Oh, I went to Houston. So I had a steak. That looked legit. That was very was that uh, filet mignon? Was that ribeye? What was no, that? No, that was, uh, I think it was a ribeye. It was yeah. ribeye. Okay. It's called the Hawaiian. Okay. Bro, it went up to like 40 bucks. Oh, my. Yeah. Inflation. How much was the. Uh, <laughs> Speaking you know what of, I mean? Yeah, I know. Mm. We, won't, we won't go there. Mm. It's Tuesday night. State of the Union address. Yeah, we won't <laughs> go there. March 2nd. March 2nd. We're yeah. not going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, so the, the chicken sandwiches, did, did those uh, prices go up? 20 bucks for the chicken sandwich. Yeah, that chicken sandwich is legit. Ding's crispy chicken. Mm. Yeah. I did good. have a bite of Rebecca's. Oh, nice. She saved me some. But she got no mayonnaise on it. So it's kind of boring. Yeah. She ate half the bun, though, so I'm proud of her. She didn't she indulge. Did, she just didn't eat the bun? Well, she didn't last night because she tried to set a good example for me. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. So the no carbs kind of thing. Yeah. But I think tonight she's eating that pizza in the, what do you call it? Microwave pizza. Microwave pizza. Never had it, Ben. It's like... Uh, Never want to go there. Tombstone? I, that's when you'll see me eating it when, when, <laughs> when I'm in the grave on my tombstone. No, I don't know what she gets, but it's not it's not good. It's like in a plastic uh, wrapper. I can't remember what the kind Jesse gets. Jesse gets uh, freshetta. Mm. I have no idea. I just I know he eats I the same thing every day. Do you know that? Well, I just know because you know he he tends to tell me oh, multiple, okay. multiple times. Yeah, so yeah, I just yeah. I remember. I remember he likes uh, Colombian coffee. And uh, fresh out of pizza. He's a school cafeteria. Every week is the same. You know what I mean? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Repeats that schedule. Yeah. And then. Well, you, know, you got to give him credit. I mean, single dad. I mean, you know, he doesn't have a, a wife to, you know, change it up. You know what I'm saying? You know, add a little. Fl- I give him credit flavor. that he's so skinny because if I didn't, you know, I'd be 500 pounds. Yeah. Graziano's every day except Monday because they're closed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Winko chicken. Keep my tab open. Bush's chicken. Yeah, every day. Maybe. Oh, man. But yeah, I remember that Bush story. It's my quarter to eat bushes. I haven't even bushed this quarter. So speaking of our sponsor, that no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we need to. I have the coupons just right here. Ooh. <laughs> Talk to our manager. 
Her name is Sophie. Oh man, <laughs> she handles all our all our things all like our, that. All our inquiries. Yeah, but it's been a good uh, been a good couple of weeks, Ben, and we're a little bit late getting this podcast out, and uh, I'm foreseeing things come up as always. Yeah, and and I think it's just one of those things where we're just not going to be able to, uh, you know, produce it regularly. It, it it's just things pop up. I mean, we can try to. Um, That's our goal. It's our goal. Two week two weeks is our goal, but yeah, three weeks. Yeah, it may happen. But people are listening to the podcast, which is encouraging. People I didn't know, so I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Alan, I didn't know, but he watches YouTube. He said he's more of a visual guy. Like, well, there's not a lot going on visually. You know, I am too. I, I like, I, I'm visual. I, I'm very visual. Um, I struggle sometimes with a, with a podcast. Um, it's funny. I have a podcast and I struggle listening to podcasts. I'd rather see. I'd rather see. I don't know. I can't even visual. listen to myself. <laughs> well, for me during the work day, you know what I mean? It's just beneficial to me to be able to listen. But see, you can multitask and, and yeah. that's just not me. I cannot. When I have to read like a contract and I... Pause it because then I can't. I got to focus. Yeah. But if it's just if mon- it's, monkey work. Yeah. You know, when I'm working and I've got to concentrate on some code or something, I'm listening to instrumental. It has to be because if it's got words and I'm I'm back and forth, like I cannot. My, Who knows what you're my typing? Attention to my attention. Yeah. Hmm. Syntax errors all over the place. My yeah. product. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, if I'm just doing, like you said, monkey work, just like, yeah, you know, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Anything goes. Good time. So. Yeah. So, yeah. It's all good. Well, let's uh, let's get into some content here. Um, before we get into the content, I just want to give a couple plugs here. First of all, I want to give uh, Sasso's blog a quick plug. Um, so you. if you've not if you've not checked out Sasso's blog, you can visit stayinthefight.online. and that is a that's a daily devotional blog that Sasso does every weekday. Um, it's a it's just a, it's a short read, maybe a two to three, maybe four minute read. Uh, it's got some scripture. It's got a personal story. It's personalized. Um, and it makes application, which is cool because it helps you to think about your own, uh, your own life. And so I, I highly recommend checking that out. I also want to plug the uh, Christian Podcast Community. And you can find them at ChristianPodcastCommunity.com. Uh, this is a community of podcasters that have uh, just various types of uh, podcasts. Um, and the, all, these, all these podcasts have been vetted. Um, so, so there's there's going to be something in there that you like and not, not every one of them is going to be, you know, talking about straight up theology. Some of them I, I've heard some that are tacos. <laughs> there's nobody with taco talk. Bro. We own that we're, market. We're, yeah. We're a monopoly. We're that niche. <laughs> but uh, I highly recommend check it out. There's a lot. There's, I think there's 40 plus different podcasts on there by now. I think if not more. Um, in fact, uh, I think I just got an email from Andrew the other day and, and uh, they've got, I can't remember. I think they broke a million downloads all together. Wow. Um, so there's uh it's, it's definitely a, it's definitely an awesome, awesome, awesome community of podcasters. So check it out. Uh, and then I, I just want to encourage you guys to visit abundantlife.fm. That is our website, the dot FM. It's kind of like the dot com, but it's dot FM. So just in case, I don't know if anybody's kind of like, what is, what is abundantlife.fm? Well, it's the dot. It's just, the, it's not the com. It's the FM. Uh, FM is kind of, you know, radio stations and broadcasts and that kind of thing. Um, so anyway, abundantlife.fm, you'll find all of our episodes on there. You'll find resources, all of our show notes. Uh, we've got some taco reviews on there. We've got resources. Um, so, so check it out. You can also, when you go to the website, also you, you'll be able to uh, see which directories we're a part of. So, you know, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Play and all of the other ones, you know, Spotify and, and, and I don't know, a few other ones. So check us out, AbundantLife.fm. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and obviously YouTube. So hello, YouTube. and uh, Hello, Alan. And with that... You ready to get started? Let's do it, bro. All right. Well, we're talking about hope today, Ben. Uh, God hope. Uh, 
titled these uh, part of this is Comfort and Peace in a Troublesome World, but uh, we'll mark it God Hope. Uh, we'll go back to Webster's 1828. Uh, what, what is, how do they define hope? Uh, desire of some good accompanied with at least a, sink, a slight expectation of obtaining it or belief that it is attainable. Hope differs from wish and desire in this, that it implies some expectation of obtaining the good desired or the possibility of possessing it. Hope, therefore, always gives pleasure or joy, whereas wish and desire may produce or be accompanied with pain and anxiety. Confidence in a future event, the highest degree of well-founded expectation of good, as as a hope founded on God's gracious promises. Mm, amen. In the dictionary, good night. Mm-hmm. A different error. Thank you, Webster's. A scriptural sense, a well-founded scriptural hope is in our religion, the source of ineffable happiness. Um, so let's go to our key verse. Our key verse is Joel 3.16, not John 3.16, close. But uh, <laughs> one's the old, one's the new. Yes, sir. The Lord also shall roar out of Zion and utter his voice from Jerusalem, and the heavens and the earth shall shake, but the Lord will be the hope of his people Amen. and the strength of the children of Israel. Amen. And we live in a world that uh, gives us anything but hope, right? Yeah. We turn on the news, um, <laughs> somebody look at the State of the Union tonight and uh, feel like they lost hope. Some are encouraged by that, but I know many that are not. Um, we have rumors of war, right? Ukraine, Russia invading Ukraine. Um, gas prices all time. Gas high. prices three ninety nine. Yeah, and Kate right, does right here at uh, at uh, QT three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. Yep. Crazy. Yep. Food. My water burger tonight cost me twelve fifty nine. You know, as everything's going up, it doesn't seem like we have hope. Yeah. Um, but we have been gui- we have been guilty of putting our hope right in this mm. economy, um, in, our, in a president, um, in various things. Yeah. Maybe your favorite sports team, uh, your favorite stock, your favorite Bitcoin. You know, <laughs> those that are you in Bitcoin. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Charles, I mean. Charles Bitcoin. He was educating me on that. Our bank accounts, right? Our residency in America that we're like, we live in America and and even in our religious freedoms. Um, And I think we're finding Ben that things are, those things have, we have no hope in them. Um, Very quickly. You saw Canada changed uh, seemingly overnight, (laughs) right? Where they're arresting pastors. um, Freezing bank accounts. Freezing bank accounts. Yeah. Where we thought that'll never happen. It's happening. So our hope can't be in those things, right? Um, we have seen things bubbling over um, in our world, whether it's through racial divide, right? We've had racial wars, conflicts, uh, countries at war, and even our country divided behind political lines, uh, whether whatever part you stand on after that tonight, the State of the Union, I mean, there's oh, yeah. definitely, there's a, there's a divide. There's a divide, yes. Yeah, the news is not full of hope, um, no. nor is it full of truth. That's true. Uh, quite frankly, don't. No, Believe the news, you know, no. that's not, that's yeah. a true statement. Uh, <laughs> one does not watch the news, right? And you're like, man, I have so much hope after watching the 10 o'clock news, oh, you know? Dude, yeah. It's full of anything but hope. Right. But as Christians, right, is a different perspective. Our hope is in the Lord. Amen. And he is still our strength, no matter yeah. the headline or the news breaking story that some of you get texted to you when something bad happens and you wonder why you're discouraged all the time. Um, and this is foretold of us in John 16, 33. The Bible says, these things I have spoken unto you, that in me, talk Jesus talking about himself, you might have peace. In the world, you shall have tribulation, mm. but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. They didn't have these tablets, Ben, that they had breaking news on, but Christ knew that there, they were, Christians were being persecuted, being murdered. He realized that there would be, he, he already knew, right, that the, the world is full of trouble. He said man is what day old and he's full of, full of drama already. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's funny, uh, I find myself recently just kind of thumbing through Twitter 
pretty frequently because I, you know, I've been kind of following all the stuff with Ukraine and stuff. So I'm, I'm following Zelensky and all of these, you know, vice prime minister, all these, all these different people, anonymous, you know, what's going on with cyber warfare. And it's funny because if you're not careful, it, man, it's, it's, it's so, it's so easy to get, uh, drawn in and then it's like you're you start forgetting the promises of god you start forgetting god's on the throne you forget his sovereignty you start just focusing on this thing and you're like what's going on like well, my goodness there's no there's no hope and so uh you have to be careful you have to be careful what you're doing and so you know uh, another thing that uh i think is is kind of dangerous is complacency um because it's a it's a in reality it's a it's a false state of satisfaction and I think it's exactly where we were just a few years ago with 9-11, and, and we went through this horrific tragedy, uh, and, and then we got emerged into live business, daily routines and such, and then we got somewhat of an awakening in 2008 with the housing market crash, and then high inflation uh, again, and then we were back out into our old ways again. Thereafter, you know, comfortable in 2010, and then March of 2020, what happens? Man, the, the world got stopped. overtaken by COVID. Everything stopped. And, and honestly, it was... Um, if I'm honest, it was a rude awakening for me, uh, you know, and I'm not one to jump on bandwagons or conspiracy theories or anything like that, especially when the mainstream media is pushing uh, an agenda or a story. I, like you said, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a mainstream media fan. I, I, don't, I don't watch the news. I, I get my news from other outlets. But, but I soon realized that COVID was a global catastrophe. And, and without getting out to, into all the political and medical opinions, I will say I was honestly I was taken back uh, at the start of COVID. You know, it was a it was a time of reflection. It's like, man, what's what's going on here? There's something big going on here. Uh, Worldwide, and, and I know that you know, I know when it's just uh, you know, if it was in in the U.S., I wouldn't know. Maybe it's just a political, you know, something. But this was worldwide, and I'm thinking, man, God's moving here. This is something big, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, and the churches shut down. Uh, businesses sent employees home. Students were sent home. Um, and we're just left in this state of unknown. You know, grocery stores were low on stock. No TP. I mean, that was, was that was serious. That was rough, bro. I just got up a day. <laughs> I almost bought one. I don't even. Yeah, I don't even know. I've never used one. Never used one. I was about to find out, man. I don't know, man. But yeah, it was better than my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I know Middle Eastern. That's, that's start mm, start chopping up T-shirts. Mm, yeah, something. <laughs> well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Water right? hose, you know. You know, and then uh, and then we had a social distance. We had to wear these uncomfortable masks, and it was just it was a stressful time, honestly, if I'm honest. Um, but something interesting happened that hadn't happened in, some, in quite some time. And we began to look up. I mean, God was allowing this pandemic trial to happen. And we were confronted face to face with our faith. Where was our faith? Was it in the CDC? Was it in, in Mr. Dr. Fauci? Was it, you know, in hope for a, a vaccine or, uh, or was it in the hope, was it in the hope of, of the one who, who spoke this world into existence? You know, and then, and then you fast forward a little bit to our current day. And, and here we are in another point in history. We're, we're, you know, we're entering mm. the unknown. You know, we got Russia. They've just invaded the people of Ukraine. And news analysts are trying to determine what's coming next. You know, are they going to continue into the NATO, NATO countries? And the people of Ukraine, they're under attack. And the rest of the world is watching and waiting for the next tyrant attack. Because I, I don't know. They're look, people are looking at China and Taiwan. And, and again, we're face to face with what? Our faith. Where, where is our faith? Mm. Is it in our government? Is it in our president? We just had the State of the Union address. Is it in the president? Is it in his policies, his foreign policy? Is it in uh, oil and energy and all of these other things that we're talking about? Is it in the border crisis? Where's our faith? And it should be, it should be in the one who spoke everything, Amen. the world into existence. And so, so, Sasso, do I dare say this? I am thankful to God for trials because I believe we would 
completely forget about God if it wasn't for trials. You know, and don't get me wrong. I don't think that, you know, the, the trials, sometimes they hurt, you know, and I don't, I don't personally like trials. I, I, they're hard to go through. But I think that's the time where Christians grow. That's, that's where faith becomes a reality. And so a verse I'd like to bring up to, to kick us off um, is First uh, Peter 1, 6 through 7. It says, in this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold, that perisheth, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And man, I look at trials as the wind sprints of life, um, spiritual spiritual life and spiritual growth. And I recall any sport that I played, it required wind sprints, right? Yeah. I wrote a devotional. I took a picture. Uh, I was at NAU and I had backstage access because Rebecca's boss has been honored there. And it said, payment, uh, victory requires payment in advance. And uh, that's what trials are, right? They're the, they're the victory trials. They're the, the wind sprints. They're the you know, you want to, your lungs are on fire. So when you get to the game, you're ready. Yeah. 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 And you want to put yourself through worse than what you'll face. So, you right. know, you're ready. Yep. And, um, that's what I look at trials. That's why mm-hmm. we value them as gold because it's like, man, without that, I would have never appreciated this. And I, I mean, I think back to promotion, right. And just where I'm at today from where I was and that stage of life and thought it would never come. And now that it's here, you appreciate it because you realize the prayer and, the testing and the your idiot self that needed to be <laughs> confronted and conformed to God's image and things like that. Um, so praise God for the trials, uh, the wind sprints of life. So yeah. just God cares for you personally. God cares for me. God cares for you. So you can Amen. put your name. God cares for Ben. Um, mm. God cares for us also. God, fill your name in there. Uh, Isaiah forty one ten says, "Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I." Am thy God, I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. And there's going to be times in this present world where we will feel alone, um, where we will feel defeated, right? Where we will feel without strength, the mm. tail between our legs, per se. Yep. Um, but our strength is not found in anything but the Lord our God. We're fools mm. to think that our strength is within us or within you, or you have this nonsense of speak it into existence <laughs> as if you were that powerful. Um, yeah. I would speak a lot more things into existence if that were true. Um, <laughs> but it's just not, right? Because our strength is not found in us. Um, he is the God who upholds us, and he is the one who says, fear not. Mm. It does not take much watching of your local news or even listening to people in the world, maybe at your work, um, to feel fearful of what is going on and to lose sight. Mm-hmm that our God is still on the throne. Um, and I find myself, I got to catch myself sometimes, man, just when I think of things and I get scared, like, oh, inflation's going up, or uh, last, last, this last month I lost like $7,000 in um, you know, one of my retirement savings account. I'm like, oh, man, that took a hit. And, oh, yeah. But that's, that's what God <laughs> says, right? Money is like, you know, bird, and that's, Come, why, comes and goes, that's yeah. why I had a steak last night. And just, and just, <laughs> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that bird that came and went. It was very delicious. Thank you. Uh, and it's just, there's no hope in that. Um, God is the only source and strength of, of us. Um, Isaiah 41, 13 says, For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. And I think that's just a powerful truth of, I remember as a kid, you know, and just um, when I was scared and your parents would hold you or grab your hand, it was reassuring to know that they were there and that, you thought they could defeat anything or anybody. Mm, yeah. Um, and we are told again here in this verse, not to fear as the Lord, our God is the one who holds our hand and he is the one who will help and sustain us. 
Uh, we often get fearful by what we see and hear, but our hope is always in God as he is our help and he is the one who holds our hand. And Ben, I remember just as a kid, um, we lived in a cul-de-sac and there's things that I would hear in the night, um, whether real or not real, and I would get scared. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I would think, well, my dad's in the next room, so if something bad happens, I can run and go to him. And I'd fall right asleep because mm-hmm. I put my hope. And I think Christians, we need to do the same thing and remember yeah. in those times yeah. of it, those times of fear or those times of panic or anxiety that we have a God that will hold our right hand. Yeah, so I totally agree. Um, you know, fear of the unknown and fear of the unknown to the future can lead to, to stress and anxiety. And But God cares for us, even... even uh, our emotions. And just like you, uh, you know, I've, there's been some nights even just recently where I'm, I'm up at night and I'm praying, I'm praying for, there's just a lot of things going on right now. A lot of trials. I see trials in our church, um, just trials in the world, trials in our country. And a lot of these are burdens. I mean, it's really weird. This whole U- Ukraine, uh, Russia thing. It's just for some reason, God has burdened me with prayer for that. I've been praying quite often for, uh, for the people of Ukraine and even the people of Russia, because there's not everybody's agreeing with this whole, uh, with this whole attack. And I know that's, uh, it's affecting a lot of people. I mean, and if, it, if, we're, if we're real about it, sin, when, when sin happens, it affects a lot of people. It affects multiple people, not just the person who's sinning. Um, but, uh, but again, you know, it leads to, to stress and anxiety. But God cares for even just little things like our emotions. First Peter 5, 6, and 7 says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him. Because he cares for you. Amen. And I have to point out that this verse does have a prerequisite, humility. Humility, it's so foundational to the, to the Christian life. And, you know, humility is it's kind of the ingredient that helps to kill the old man so that we can die daily to ourselves. And then, and then just like the verse says, we can cast our anxieties on him because he, he cares for you. And then he will exalt us. And the, the world it's, is currently looking for peace you know, we, I always see, you know, people, protesters and all these world peace, world peace. But the reality is, is that honestly, peace is never going to happen. You read those verses earlier. We're going to, what's, what's the world going to get? They're going to get tribulation. At least there's not going to be a peace until Jesus comes back. Amen. But the beautiful thing is that I can have peace for my soul. And, and these are some of the most comforting verses that I've, I've turned to during trials and testing. Um, you know, J- Jesus is, is speaking here at the Sermon on the Mount and he's telling the people that he will give them rest. Um, I think he's telling the people because, you know, they're, they're dealing with all the pharisaical uh, rules and regulations and there's just all of this pressure on them. And in Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30, he says, come to me, all ye who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What a great verse. It's, it's mm. comforting, comforting verses. Amen. And oftentimes, you know, we don't take our burdens to Jesus, and yet he tells us to do so, and he'll give our souls rest. And so, so you know, God cares for us, but, but and then we also need to care for others. Mm. Uh, I was going to say alternatively, but no, there's no alternative. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said alternatively. No, we, in addition to is what I should have said, we must also care for others. And, and as we record this episode, like I've mentioned, I can't help but think of the people of Ukraine, and I'm so burdened for them. I, you know, I, I read some posts on Twitter encouraging believers to pray for brothers and, brothers and sisters in Ukraine, and I agree. We should pray for them, but we should also pray for the unsaved. We should pray for the people of Russia. We should pay, pray for the world. Pray for the people that are affected by this. I mean, there's a lot of there's soldiers right now that are not saved that are on the front lines of Ukraine, ready to die for their country, for their freedom of their country, and they don't know God. They don't know Jesus. And they're ready to go into a, a, a godless eternity um, just to die for a cause. And it's like, it's a noble cause, 
but what does it matter if you lose your soul? Mm. And so the Bible tells us that we should be caring for uh, each other and looking out for each other, putting others first. And I love, I love seeing what, you know, Poland and, and Romania are doing. I think Israel, and there's just a lot of uh, neighboring countries, you know, taking in, um, you, you know, millions of Ukrainians, you know, that are, are, are fleeing the country. They're sending in, you know, different, uh, you know, health kits or whatever to help people that are injured and, and things like that. They're sending in, you know, supplies or whatever. Um, and they're just, they're helping each other. And we read in Philippians 2, 3, and 4, it says, do nothing from self-ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also on the interest of others. And so Jesus told us to love our neighbor as ourselves. And just like the parable uh, of the Good Samaritan, I feel as as people, we were so desensitized to suffering and pain that we don't have compassion and empathy for people anymore. Um, you know, and we, and I think we see this in our world. I mean, people are so stuck on their phones and worried about, you know, whatever's going on on the phone. I think I, I remember there was a, it was a, the co-owner of, uh, I think the warriors and he made some ludicrous statement that he didn't care about, you know, some, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. did you, did you see that? Yeah. He didn't care about what was it? Some, some people dying and was it China or something? something he's like, like, that. He's like I, I, that's the last thing on my mind right now. I'm worried about, you know, I can't remember what, and it was totally like worldly. Like it was like his stocks or whatever. It was assets more than people. You're right. And, yeah. and it's like, dude, what's your problem, man? Um, Luke, Luke 10 33 says, but a Samaritan as he journeyed came to where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion. And this is exactly what we're missing. We're missing this compassion, this empathy for people. And, and so, you know, we should, we should walk through trials with our brothers and sisters. And man, I think that's such a powerful thing because we're, we're, we lack as Christians, a lack of compassion for others. And I was talking to your brother tonight, um, said he picked up somebody that, you know, was on drugs and didn't look like we do in a church, right? And our church is pretty conservative. Um, and many times we forget about those people. And uh, we have people that come to FTL that uh, it's really a one-sided relationship, <laughs> but they need people to have compassion on yeah, them. And yeah. I think even going forward, he says, you know, having compassion, making a difference. And I think the only time we make a difference in this world is when we have compassion. Um, and it's a picture really of what Christ has done for us, right? And that's what he was saying in the Samaritan is that the Samaritans were the ones that were ostracized, you know, they were right. Yeah. They had no, the Jews had no dealings with correct. Them. And then he was saying that was the only person that like, had compassion. Right, right. So we look at people and judge, but I look at people and judge based upon the compassion they have one towards another. And as Christians, that should not even be, you know, a thought we should always practice it. But in theory, it's sometimes we forget. It's so true though. I think, and I think we're desensitized. I think, you know, I think, I think entertainment, there's a lot of things that desensitize you. I'll tell you a story that I'm not proud of. Um, and this is back before I was saved. Uh, and, and I had just moved here to Phoenix and, you know, I'm stuck in traffic and I'm, you know, I'm getting mad and angry cause traffic's not moving. And I just see a car just fly right by me. And I'm like, Oh dude, that guy's going like pretty fast. And he didn't stop. And he just, I mean, he creamed somebody and I'm there thinking, dude, now you caused an accident. Now I'm, I'm going to even going to be late. You know what I mean? Like, this is my mentality. I'm like, dude, somebody just got hurt. Like somebody like they should call 911. And that was not my first thought. And I'm ashamed to say it, but that, but that's what it comes down to. It's, 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 it's empathy. It's compassion for people. It's caring. It's just like Jesus said, we, we need to love others. Like we love ourselves. Galatians six, two says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Romans 12, 15, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep, you know? And, and, and I think, you know, pastor mentioned this in, in a recent in sermon, and he's like, you know, when when a brother or sister dies, we should we should all be there. We should all be there side by side, and 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 
you know, just compassion, even if you don't really know the person, but just showing up, you know, giving the person a hug, just, just being there with them, walking through somebody with, through a trial. It's, it's huge. So can I encourage you, the listener, to love your neighbor just as Jesus would? And, and, and another thing, the Lord knows. He knows our pains. He knows our struggles. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we feel as though, um, you know, we're the only one going through the trial. We feel as, you know, nobody understands. Ben, you don't understand. You just don't understand. And guess what? It's true. I don't. I don't understand what some people go through because I've never endured maybe that particular trial. But the, the one who has... Who, ha- who does understand, who has endured and knows your pain. And, and not only does he know your pain, he cares for you. Uh, Hebrews 4.15 says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but, we, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sin. So Jesus went through every trial, any trial you can imagine, he went through. And, and he understands the pain. I mean, he, he wept when, when Lazarus passed away. He dealt with death. Um, and he was, he was God. He knew. I mean, he knew uh, Lazarus beginning uh, and end. And he knew where he would go to in, in eternity. And yet he wept. He wept. He cared. He, he had a, he, that was his friend. Psalm 94, 18 through 19 says, When I thought my foot slips, your steadfast love, O Lord, held me up. When the cares of my heart are many, your, your consolations cheer my soul. And in uh, another uh, verse that I want to read here just in a second, it's taken out of Psalm 73. Um, and Psalm 73 has a special place in my heart because of the preacher that preached this psalm, uh, which would actually be the last sermon he preached uh, because the Lord called him home. And it had an impact on me because the psalm speaks about the prosperity of the wicked. And, and uh, you know, why does, the, why, does the, why does it seem like the wicked always get away with everything? You know, they get, they get the riches, they get the glory, they get the fame, they get all the, they get everything. And it's as, it's as if we're jealous and we covet what the wicked have. Uh, but it's only because why? We forget God. We, we, we notice, and notice in this verse, it has, a, it has a pivotal verse in this psalm. It's Psalm 73, verses 16 and 17. It says, but when I thought how to understand this, it seemed to me a wearisome task. And again, he's thinking about all these things, the wicked, the prosperity of the wicked. And then he says, until I went into the sanctuary of God. And that was pivotal right there. Then I discerned their end. When the psalmist Asaph went into the sanctuary of God, he obviously turned his gaze to God rather than focusing on the wicked and saw their end. And so, guys, one, one day in the future, Jesus mm, is going amen. to write every wrong. Nothing goes unnoticed. Okay. There's, there's these books that he's going to open and everything has been documented. Uh, it seems like it would be way too much to document everybody's sin, but guess what? It's there. I don't know how Jesus does it. He's, he doesn't need a, an Excel spreadsheet or a, or a database. He, he's, he's got it all. He's, he is he, a he database. knows it. He is. That's <laughs> right. So, so in the, in the comforting verses, I mean, Jesus will wipe away the tears, the wrong, and he'll remove all the pain that we read in revelation, revelation 21, four, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning nor crying nor pain anymore for the former things have passed away. Amen, man. And we, uh, in saying all that, we have a, a hope that's living hope. It's not a dead hope. It's not Amen. a past hope. It's yep. not. It's a future hope. It's a today hope. It's a yesterday hope. It's a living hope we have. Um, Philippians four six through seven says, "Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication." With thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And man, I, and a lot of times I'm not careful for nothing, right? If I really want something, I just ask. And uh, I always feel like if the answer is no, you say no, but I'm not going to say no for you. I'm going to ask anyway, right? <laughs> and that's uh, how I got married, partially, right? I asked. 
And uh, but many times we 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 don't take prayer. We take prayer for granted. Um, we are guilty of not praying as we should. Yeah. Uh, we worry about things uh, as if we have no God. We, we lie in bed and we turn, um, you know, like a, an apple turnover, and we just keep going back and forth. And we use prayer as a break only in an emergency kind of yeah. deal with a glass. Guilty. Um, me too. I was speaking to the choir here. Yeah. Uh, needless to say, the glass is rarely broken, and we lack hope and peace because of it. God wants to hear about our problems and requests, and making things known to Him via prayer will give us hope beyond our understanding and will keep our hearts and minds. Um, and then I just think today, I uh, started a new job yesterday, and um, things did not go smoothly, and they still have not gone smoothly. <laughs> Uh, just a lot of things change, you know. I didn't have access to things that I thought I would, and I was pretty discouraged. I was pretty, pretty upset, pretty frustrated. And uh, I spoke to someone today, and before I left, and another coworker that was a friend of mine, and now he's a peer, and he gave me hope. He said, "Rosendo, like, do what you can do. Don't worry about that." And I thought about it, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm an idiot. Like, why am I? I have no control over that, but it bothers me." And many things as a Christian, we do the same thing, right? We worry about things that we have no control yeah. over, yeah. Um, whether our kids will grow up, whether they'll do things that they should, whether I'll get paid tomorrow. And our Heavenly Father has already has that, and we get such Amen. peace when we just give it to Him and say, God, you know, I'm worried about this. I want to give it, take it away from mm-hmm. me. I can't, you know, it's not meant for me to carry. And we take for granted that prayer that we have, that mm-hmm. direct access we have with the Father. Um, Psalms 34, 4 through 8, it says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him and were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. If we are to have hope, we are to seek the Lord in prayer and in our Bible reading. If you're not reading your Bible, you're not praying. You have no hope, right? You're not getting that hope from the, you're not getting it from the news. You got to get it from somewhere. Yeah. And that's found in Jesus Christ. There'll be times when we feel hopeless. And in these times we need to cry out to our God Amen. where he hears us. I think of those times in my own life where God delivered me and in him, I found hope. This is where we get to know the goodness of our God. Um, in those times and moments of, and I out, and when we, when we will be blessed, if we put our trust and hope in him. And just another quick story about this guy, this, this gentleman, um, that he's up here now. And the reason that we became friends in, in the beginning was that I had a Waterburger cup, kind of like this, but a Yeti. <laughs> and uh, he said he had just gotten to Arizona, and um, he saw me with that Waterburger cup. So he reached, he said something, and then he said, man, you were just so warm and walk-uping and inviting that it made me feel good. Like, I felt welcome there. And um, I was like, really? He goes, I never told you that. You know, it's kind of a, and I wanted to change the subject because, you know, bros do, you got, it gets <laughs> awkward for a second. And I was like, that's really cool. Like he felt, you know, that peace. Yeah. And, um, and that's just a silly story, but that's, you know, it helps when we have God and we put our trust in him, mm-hmm. um, put that focus. And he's always waiting for us to hear from us. He knows our needs, but he wants us to hear him. Right? Mm. Um, Romans eight twenty eight, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. And then time and time again, right, we see instances where things seem dire and hopeless. Um, but God had a plan, right? The book of Esther, mm. uh, in the book of Ruth, in Genesis with Joseph. I'm in that right now. I'm in um, Genesis 50. So actually, Joseph just, the kids got the blessing and, you know, Israel 
twitched him up and he got mad, but you know, <laughs> and the, the biggest one of all is the crucifixion of our Lord mm-hmm. um, seemed hopeless, right? If you're a Christian at that time, you would have been oh, like, man. we all our hope is gone. Yeah. But that worked out together for good. Um, Cause that was, that was according to God's purpose. Mm-hmm. Joshua one nine says, have I not, I commanded thee be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. And it's funny cause this is the verse my mom has in her Bible um, that God gave her. I think, if I, if I close my mind, I can see it written in her Bible, August of 1975, um, when I was in the womb, and this is the verse that God gave her. Um, so I, it's a special verse um, for me personally, because I just I'll, and that's because God's always there. Um, he is the Lord. I God is with thee wherever we go, and that's good mm-hmm. and bad. It's good if you're doing good. It's bad if you're not doing yeah, good. Exactly. <laughs> if you're not doing he well, watches all the time. <laughs> yep. uh, Joshua was taking over for the greatest leader of that time, right? Moses. He was taking over as yeah. a leader. He was leading this great nation, this great people, um, and he was leading them that nation with promise, and he was leading this great group into the you know from the wilderness into the promised land, right? And then uh, we encounter things in our life, whether it's a new job, whether it's a new ministry, um, the things that we do. I think we get scared because we don't we don't have that uh, self assurance that we think we have, yeah. and we need to remember that God is always with you. Um, what He's called you to, He will be there with you. Um, and this is a powerful verse in Matthew chapter six, a powerful verses here, six thirty one to 34. The Bible says, therefore take no thought saying, what shall we eat? I mean, we're going to eat tomorrow, right? We have, we have pantries stocked, right. um, and, and it may not be what we want. Maybe the vegetable plate again, you know, but uh, with that pea protein, but he said, <laughs> <laughs> what shall we eat or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? I'm thank God we're wearing clothes for those YouTubers out there. Amen. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek for your heavenly father knoweth that you have need of all these things. Mm. But this is the most important thing he's saying. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, seek God's will and his righteousness. And, and so everything that's of God, everything that's godly and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. And the verse I think we did in the last podcast where the guy was putting up his barns and he said, thou yep. fool. Yep. Um, God said, don't worry about that, right? Ben, you remember when the shelves at the grocery store were empty of items, oh, right? Oh, yeah. No TP, no spaghetti, no mac and cheese. People took all of that Rice. Stuff. No rice? Like beans? Yeah. Frijoles? Like <laughs> you can find frijoles all the time, Staples. Right? Staples. It's, Mexican staples. is gone, right? <laughs> Some people live like this every day, Ben, in in different countries, right? Yeah, they were, yeah. but here in the U.S., we're we're spoiled. We don't we don't ever even think of it. Right? I went to Waterbury tonight, and they weren't out of anything. You know, they hooked me up with my water size. Um, and I know for some, it brought great worry as we run out of the items we were used to obtaining. I think Costco had a ban, and there was we saw fist fights in this grocery store, oh, wow. and craziness, right? Yep. Over toilet paper. And water, right. cases and of water. water. Yeah, like, there's a faucet, right? Clorox wipes, it's crazy, yeah. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> God is the God of tomorrow, as He is not bound by time, and He is the one who has our hope, as He's mm-hmm. the one who meets and takes care of our needs, whether that's clothes, whether that's raiment, whether that's food, whether that's water. Just to our listeners out there, have you ever gone a day without food? That because you didn't have any, not because maybe you're fasting. Maybe I need to. How about clean water, right? Unless you traveled to a different country, you've had access to clean water, even from a park. Has worrying about anything, any of these things changed anything for you? Has it brought you water when there was no TP? Did it brought you anything? It didn't bring you any hope, right? Nope, but it does not, but it does rob you of peace, joy, and hope when we 
worry about these things that God tells us not to worry here in Matthew 6. Amen. And you know, you know what's interesting, man? Uh, was at the uh, grocery store recently, and uh, they're low on rice again. And what I understand, wow. too, is the uh, uh, price of bread. I guess Ukraine makes a lot of wheat. I guess they export a lot of wheat. So I hear it's a bread basket of Europe, right? Bread, bread prices are going to be going up here soon. So I don't know. It's interesting, man. This whole this whole thing is just it's a good time to go on a bread diet. But, you know, as you were talking about, you know, empty shells, what is it like not to eat? I'm thinking, you know, I, I read a couple articles and there's, um, you know, babies being born in, in uh, bomb shelters right now um, in, in Ukraine. I mean, this, you know. Kids fleeing. I mean, it's just it's it's nuts what's going on over there. We we're over here sitting in in this nice podcast studio. You're drinking water burger. I've got a you know bottle of water. I'm not worried about you know some kind of crime going out inside of my house here. I mean, we're 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 living the life here, bro. And uh, it, we've got it. We've got it made. Our our problems are not their problems, and and their problems are man. I, I, man, can you imagine the faith it takes? to be over there in Ukraine right now. I, I don't know. I know there's a lot of Christian brothers and sisters that God helped them. Um, so I wanted to leave you. I know this, 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 <laughs> this is, this is a, a, an episode on, on God hope. And, and I, and then truly, I, I want to leave you with some encouraging verses. And, and you know, first I, I want to encourage you to trust our all knowing and all powerful God. Amen. Proverbs three, five and six is trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on to your own understanding, mm. but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Amen. And second, I, I want to encourage you to pray. Just like Sasso mentioned earlier, we, we don't pray enough or, or we forget or we pull out prayer as kind of a, a last resort. You know, this, oh man, this all is getting, fails. It's getting ready. It's getting really bad. I better pray, you know. Um, and, and, you know, pray and keep your sin account short with God. Second Chronicles seven fourteen says, if my people who are called by name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. And third, I want to encourage you because if you're born again, uh, you have the greatest treasure known to mankind. You have salvation. You're heirs with Jesus. Mm, and in first, first Peter 1, it says, uh, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope. Just like Sasso mentioned, it's not a dead hope. It's a living yeah. hope through the, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable undefiled and unfading, kept in heaven for who? For you, who, who by God, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed at the last time. And so forth, I want you to know that Jesus is coming Hallelujah. back. Jeff Creation. Hallelujah. 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 I hope he listens to this episode. <laughs> um, and, and, and the way things look, it, it appears to be soon. I don't know. I mean, you know, pastors yeah. said, you know, I don't know when it is, but I, I know we're one day closer. We're, we're closer than we have ever been. Um, but That's the way, a prayer request he gave us, right? It said, Lord, come quickly. Come quickly, yes. And, and, and so if it's sooner or later, um, just like Sasso, he sleeps to the east. That's right. Keep your gaze up. I don't keep, have to turn around. Just straight. <laughs> keep, keep your focus on Jesus, just like it Amen. says in Hebrews. And we have Matthew. So Matthew 26, 64 says, Jesus said to him, you have said so. But I tell you, from now on, you will see the Son of Man seated on the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of heaven. So he's, he's, there's two things in this verse. He's seated at the right hand of, of power. He's on the throne right now mm, and, get, and he's coming back. Okay. So amen. man, some, some comforting verses. Um, and then, and then we, we read in Thessalonians, you know, we, we read these verses about, uh, about the rapture 
And uh, I encourage you to go, go read these verses uh, in Thessalonians 4. Um, but he wraps up that whole segment of, of the rapture. He says, therefore, encourage one another with these words because Jesus is coming back. He's, he's saying, use, use this as encouragement. And so I'm going to close with this last final verse. Uh, it's a prayer for us all. Romans 15, 13. It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace mm. in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Amen to that, man. Abound in hope. I like that word abound, just like abundant life, right? Amen. Just, I don't want this life. I want it abundantly. Amen. Um, and I'm going to close with 1 Peter 1, 3. It says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant, there we go mm, again. again, mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope. Mm. What a great adverb that is. Mm. By the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And man, we have a hope upon hope, right? We don't have a, we have a living hope. We have a lively hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an abundant hope as death has lost its sting, right? And Satan has been defeated. Um, we don't see that he is, but he has, he, he is defeated. Um, we can have that hope of victory over sin, over death and hope in our present day, even mm-hmm. when it doesn't seem like there is hope. Our God is unchangeable and our hope is not rooted in the circumstances of events, but rooted in our resurrected Amen. Lord. Yes. What are you pointing to for your hope today? Where is your hope? The next president, the stock market, my, my beloved sons <laughs> winning the championship, <laughs> you go know, son. go, go sons. sons. <laughs> but my hope's not in there, right? It, no. it was last year. They won two games in a row and then boom, four games. We lost again. The Greek Charlie freak. Brown. I want to kick the football the, and the, the, gone. Greek, the Greek freak took it away, That's man. Right. He took it. <laughs> I mean, I even have that the, the little Charlie Brown with Lucy and Linus and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've you know, seen on, on desk, my on desk, desk and it just reminds me. Right, <laughs> and that's kind of what it, my hope's not in, in, in the world's football. We will say, yep. Uh, it's in Jesus Christ. Even Peter, right? He lost focus. Even when Jesus was in a few feet away from him, mm. inches, he lost focus. But when we lose our focus, maybe we, like Peter and be quick to cry unto him mm-hmm. and be quick to put our hope in his hand. Um, we know things will whack worse and worse, but I hope you are encouraged by this episode of hope. It may seem that we talked about a lot of negative things, but it's the negative things to accentuate the positive. And may you spread the hope of our Lord and savior with the world and those that do not have that hope as we have. Amen, brother. Well said, well said. Uh, again, guys, thank you for, for listening to the podcast. Remember, visit us, AbundantLife.fm. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And uh, we appreciate, we love you guys. Thank you for listening and watching. Bye. Until next time. Until next time. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Abundant Life Podcast. We pray you were blessed by today's episode. Please visit us online at AbundantLife.fm. Until next time, may God bless you.